Welcome to another edition of Mass Mats and Mayhem. I'm your host, the Outlaw LA Red. You can find me on Twitter at JustinHarvey75. You can find the entire show on Twitter at MMMShow75. And uh, I'm joined today by that lovely gentleman. Hi, that's the first time anyone's ever called me lovely in my life. Well, Byron's not here, so I'm in a, I'm in a good mood. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fucking dope, and the show's going to be fast. This is, this is Casey at Lucha Gringo, and when I say the show's going to be fast, I mean it's going to be 23 minutes starting now. That's it, because I figure I had 12 and a half minutes of stuff to say. Casey will probably retort to that for 12 and a half minutes. That's it. That's all you're getting, because we need to sell some more shirts. We can't afford to pay for anything longer than 23 minutes this week. That's the length of like a half an hour TV show minus the commercials. Exactly. And I've got like food coming and I'm hungry as fuck. So I'm either going to eat, you know, if it's here in the 23 minutes, I'm going to go grab it and I'm going to eat it. (laughs) Yeah, no, we're going to get out of this in 23 minutes. You know why? Because as much stuff as there's going on in wrestling this week, I'm not going to talk about any of that stuff. Yeah, you guys are that. all going to watch it. You're going to watch your flow slam. You're going to watch your mania. If you want, you're going to watch the, this, that, and the other thing, whatever Wally world, this, that, and the other thing. I don't care. Do that. Enjoy it. Enjoy it all weekend. Enjoy all your wrestling stuff. Be back here next week. Mark ass Byron Turk will be back. He can talk all about it with you guys. Cause I'm sure he's going to watch 10 million things. I'm sure J man's going to watch stuff. People are probably watching stuff right now and don't even care that we're on. So you know what? I don't even know who either of those people are that you mentioned, but I'm going to pretend that I do and say that's putting a lot of uh, faith in Byron getting home safely and not being murdered on his trip. Well, he might not even be allowed back in the country, which would be fine by me because his shirt sold for shit. Um, props to, to Drequan chef, right? He brought the, yeah. He bought a mug enough to save it to give us this 23 minutes this week, man. Thank thank you, Andre. You are my favorite Australian. Andre, this show is dedicated to you. You bought this 23 minutes. Everybody else, go buy a shirt. We're on Amazon now, too. If you search Mass Bats and Mayhem on Amazon, uh, it looks like the deals might even be better there than buying directly from our Teespring, and we better not get screwed out of any profit. Speaking of which, let me drop the quick plug brave.yapsity.com get yes. those tickets to brave immortal combat it's coming up soon and the card is lit they keep announcing more and more stuff i'll have more about it next week and, and follow uh, them on twitter they're posting dope videos and shit and then they they always respond when i make fun of byron so this is for you brave immortal combat <laughs> fuck you byron and uh mass republic man go go and get those shirts use the discount code mmm show and hook yourself up over at Mass Republic. So, mm-hmm. before I move on, uh, I guess we do have to talk about Lucha Underground. As little as there is, little as I wanted to talk about wrestling this week, and kind of want to go completely off the rails. Uh, but I guess this is still off the rails because why Lucha Underground's going to be playing a show with Glenn Danzig? I didn't know Lucha no, Underground was a rock no, band. No, they're not. Because they fucked up. Okay, look, this is this this music festival the most evil festival ever created Why and since it's festival glenn danzig okay it's gonna literally have a bondage fuck dungeon at the festival so i think they saw that episode of lucha underground where vampiro was helping pentagon recover from his back injury and uh they're like hey this wrestling promotion looks awesome uh they well, have it was pretty fucking metal it was metal yeah yeah and 
I thought it was a great match just because, dude, everyone's going to who, – who's more metal than fucking Pentagon Dark and Mil Muertes and shit, dude? And it would have been great. But, oh, somebody changed their mind and it didn't happen. Well, I thought it was a little bit short notice, too, to be like – I mean, a lot of these guys have bookings. And all of a sudden for this thing to come out of the blue, I was a little suspect. But it sounded like a great idea and it sounded like, you know, Vampiro was trying to hook something up, right? Yeah, because, you know, Vampiro was almost a member of the fake Danziglis misfits. So I'm sure he's got some connections there. And yeah. I'm sure I'm sure that fuck dungeon enthusiast Krista Joseph and uh, Chris Roach were all aboard, too. So I don't know who who got Look, that, that concert. Look, who was on it? Like Corrosion of Conformity and Danzig and a couple other people like fuck, man. It looked pretty good. I don't remember all the bands because I'm like, I don't even know what city in California this is. I've never heard of it. But, <laughs> you know, like it was somewhere fucking weird. And I'm like, OK, well, this. This sounds like it's going to be a cool festival, but well, no. I was I was salty because Gojira is out touring with Metallica, and they're definitely my favorite metal band right now. And if they weren't going to be on the card, I was a little I was like, eh, eh. it's like those weekends when you go to Lucha Underground and Pentagon. You know, Pentagon's not going to be there. You're like, eh. but then it could yeah. still be great. I mean, there's been some great weekends when he wasn't there, but at the same time, you walk in the door like, damn, I wish Pentagon was on the card today. Yeah, you know, I'd never, I never noticed because when Pentagon's not on the show, I'm dead inside. <laughs> All right, this is my last wrestling thing. Um, do you think WWE is going to buy Ring of Honor? I mean, is this a really long way to go out of your way to buy the Young Bucks? Nah, you know, <laughs> honestly, my answer to that is who gives a shit because I don't give a fuck about Ring of Honor or WWE. Well, that's why I think it would be perfect because if WWE buys Ring of Honor, they're not going to let the Ring of Honor show go on. They're just going to absorb all that shit. It's just it's yeah. just recreating an NXT roster, basically, which and, I think is great. And some McNugget looking motherfucker, some McNugget buddy looking motherfucker went on Twitter and said, oh, Lucha Underground should uh, sell to WWE too at this time. It's a buyer's market. And oh. to that, I say, suck my dick, McNugget buddy. Yeah, Dor Dorian and Alex had meetings with those guys at some point in time. At least that's what's been reported. Uh, I thought it was to get dudes for the cruiserweight tourney, but uh, some other people or food byproducts are saying that it was to sell the company. But who the fuck knows? Well, I mean, look, I think that that's always smart just to see what your value is you you get a number out there and i mean i think that's part of how you know the ufc thing started to happen too is like at first i think lorenzo thought it might be a pipe dream but then you know you start getting interest and then it's like oh wait let's see if there's some actual offers and then it doesn't necessarily even mean you sell but man if you hear the right number you sure as hell do mm -hmm. um i don't know that lucha underground has itself put together enough as a total thing to sell yeah. anyone right now it's yeah. like what do you sell a piece of it a part of it like yeah it's like there's 47 fucking owners i think me and you have a piece of the company right yeah now. i mean like if if lucha libre fmv sells their entire stake in the whole thing you know then what wwe is going to deal with mgm and share those properties with those deals that are already in place i don't think that they want to do that i can't see them wanting to do that and i can't see mgm just being like oh you bought this company over here that we already have a deal with so we'll just make it go away for you like 
they're not going to do that either. They're gonna be like, make our fucking show. What's up, dude? <laughs> right. It's like, I think, I think that we should get a percentage for being such shills. So I think we should own at least 5%, which should get us enough booking power that sexy star never wins again. Yeah. Well, and uh, I, I, I don't mind her winning so much. God damn it, Justin. As I long she, so as long as she, I think her new gimmick should be like, she punches the top turnbuckle and it explodes. Like, and then she could send somebody into the exposed turnbuckle and, you know, they could bleed hard way from the, the turnbuckle. The only way I would be for that is if they revealed that her hand was possessed by the ghost of the late George the Animal Steel. Oh. Then maybe I'd be okay with it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Let's, like, let's gimmick it up, man. There's been a lot of performers out there that have not necessarily been the best in the ring. But if you gimmick them up the right way, it's super entertaining she's she can easily be one of those and i think that's one of the reasons why she's as over as she is i mean she is she has a certain amount of charisma I okay forget it we'll move I on we just have horrible taste but you know we have um two face-offs 14 right? minutes left 14 minutes left two face-offs two eliminations first one ha suck it Corey graves second <laughs> one i was sad about all right, so the first one, the Freaky Family Challenge, and this I, I watched this forever ago, so I don't even totally remember it. I remember what Adam was eliminated, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, Corey Graves, Ginger Graves. Yeah, um, I I like him as a person because he was a dick to Emily on the show that week, and well, I and it was good. good, and and I believe that that he was probably the weakest link that particular week. Um, all the makeup was decent. It was these weird, creepy yeah. families. It was like Texas Chainsaw Massacre gone awry, as if it could go any more awry. And everyone did cool stuff. I mean, look, you had a a, a weird drool baby character that was <laughs> awesome. Like the dude, like in the oh, model was just drooling the whole time. Like uh, it was phenomenal. Dude, she was a she was a hydrocephalic, and the model decided to just fucking drool the whole judging period. How so she amazing. That? I hope they gave her some like extra money. Like everybody on that team should have tipped that girl out for, for drooling. Dude, like she's that. kind of everyone's favorite model to work on, on the show because she has huge eyes to begin with. So they turn her into like weird shit all the time. Yeah, And, and she's got smaller cheeks too. So when you put more uh, application on her face, you, you still have room to work with it. It's it, yeah. Yeah, that model deserves all the credit. They put this big bulbous fucking elephant man head on her, threw her in a wheelchair. Yeah, and drew a little mustache, which put oh, it over. Oh yeah, the, the oh yeah, they drew like Sig's mustache on there, on her, right? Well, like oh. someone penciled it in to make him feel like a ringmaster. Ah, oh, good times, good times. But this week, this week was pretty good to the point where I'm like, shit, this could go either way, and they could send one person on either team home. Dude, this one was tough. Like you, they're doing this witch coven test thing of you know they're both cursed covens that have cursed each other so mm -hmm. they're trying to incorporate all the attributes of the curses into the characters and what was it sig george ben and they got like a curse that turned people into rats with sores all over them and shit yeah but they threw away part of it too it was like a rat snake itchy yeah. sore curse because they tried to make rats turning into snakes and it just looked like shit. So they're like, fuck it. We'll make them scaly ass rat people. And it worked. So like they're scaly because of the fucking skin coming off and they're all. Yeah. Scaly. And then they just told some lies to get the snake element in there. But that was smart because like the <laughs> snake element wasn't working and they were freaking out mid episode while Emily is busy, like juggling uh, molds and stuff and getting all sloppy. Oh, 
But their their stuff was good. I gotta say, Team fucking Evil Empire pulled it off this week. And Did you like Emily's thing? I thought her witch was like super duper plain. I thought hers sucked, but I thought that Tyler's was fucking amazing. Yeah, like well, and, and clearly he saved them because they decided yeah. that the only way they picked the winning team was because his was the top look of everyone. But so I thought it was either hers was Emily or Ben going home, I thought. Oh, she should have gone home, dude. Okay, yeah. she won because of the texture thing. Yeah, Again. and her team was slightly better. Uh, Logan was too. She must just sit around on Molly all weekend and touch stuff and then come to work on Monday and like make cool textures because that saved her ass this week. It's ridiculous. But imagine all the money she saves on movies that she doesn't watch, tripping balls and feeling things. Ever. That's it. Yeah. So the most vile villain in all of reality TV took some Molly and won again this week somehow by the skin of her naked ass Richard Hatch from Survivor worse than Johnny Fairplay worse than Johnny Fairplay by far Emily is the most hated to me reality show villain of all time worse than Puck she's worse than fucking Puck I wanted her to go home so bad and 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 I would rather see CT on this show I just genuinely thought her like she had some good elements but I thought it was the weakest one up there period I, you know, Ben's, like, I thought it was, uh, hers was worse than Ben's, definitely. Yeah, Ben's it was worse than Ben's. Which sucks, because Ben fucking rules, and everybody loves Ben. Ben's I mean, I feel like Ben was the weakest link on that team. Yeah. But it wasn't that weak a link. No, it wasn't. It was still pretty good. You know, I feel like what they criticized him for was the same stuff they criticized Logan for. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think it was just his time. I think they had already selected in their mind that it was going to be him to go next. And Emily's had so many top looks that they just couldn't they couldn't part with her. Now they have three on three teams, too. So it's pretty convenient. But they better make note of the fact that this was not a top look for her this week. No, they better make note of that because I feel like she's getting an advantage because she had some good looks before. And now they better start tacking it up to she does not deserve to go to the end of this thing. I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. Let's see, Justin, how much time do we have left? I'm looking at the clock. Nine minutes to talk about fat ass fucking rampage. Look oh at my fucking God. Mark Henry. And <laughs> I mean, bad, like send him to OVW. Mark I thought he was Gary Goodrich when he weighed in. Who? Oh, I was like, what is, what is Big Daddy doing up here? What's going on? Isn't he dead? Uh, I don't know. Is Gary Goodrich dead? A lot of, a lot no, of I think Kevin Randleman. Fuck. Think, it's not yeah. good. Goodrich isn't dead. No. All right. Anyway, look, Fat Page decided to weigh in at, you know, they tried to come to a catchway to like 230, 2.35. <laughs> he got his numbers mixed up because he came in at 2.53. And Mo was like, what, 2.13? Oh, my God, dude. 2.53. Jesus Christ. This is like freak show early UFC days we're talking about for this weigh-in. And this fight is tomorrow. This is Bellator 175. I thought I thought Emmanuel Yarbrough was on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I like Yarbrough, big-ass sumo. Um, oh, I, I just I, I see Mo grinding him out. To me, Rampage coming in at that 253 signals the fact that he he's just not on his game. He just doesn't care right now. He's got this weird contract situation where you remember he fought one fight in UFC, then had to go back to Bellator. Yeah. Like, but the rest of his contract is now with UFC. This is the completion of his Bellator contract. So he has to go back to UFC. Um, he's this is hilarious. switching organizations, not as a free agent. <laughs> 
<laughs> he has legally basically been under contract to both Bellator and UFC for the last three fights. <laughs> this is great. So this weird. Great. It's like the weirdest situation ever. But it was also weird that he popped over and did that one fight and was like, no, I'm out of there. And then they were like, no, you're not, but we'll let you do the fight. And now you're back with us. And now you're back with them. Like, and then, you know, Rampage is just talking in the media about how, like, if anything, he wishes that he just wasn't a fighter ever because, you know, he feels like he missed a, a different life with his family. And it's like, motherfucker, look at your house. You ain't that mad. <laughs> hey, you know what? Andre just asked something, and I have to answer this. Yeah, I yeah. don't have Persona 5 yet, Andre. But since you bought a, a cup, I'm going to answer this. It's the reviews are great. I've been playing the Persona games since number one. I highly recommend getting it. I will be getting it as soon as it comes out. I pre-ordered it like a long fucking time ago and paid for it a long time ago. But get Persona 5. Wait, I like this. Mr. Krabs asked if uh, Bengala was still with Lucha. No, because Bengala was fat and fucked up a match with Cobra Moon, so they never brought him back. But hey, maybe they'll bring back the non-Ricky Martin Bengala. I think it might went a little too behind the scenes with that, but like, <laughs> well, that's why people watch the show. So there you go. There's your, there's your big tidbit this time. And I figured that would be a good one to throw in there. Came in rampage fat. Oh my God. Yeah. I just like, well, that, it wasn't man Miller fat and it wasn't agreed to be a heavyweight fight and a heavyweights, anything over two Oh five. So I guess it's legit, but I still think Mo's going to win. So it doesn't matter that rampage is like 50 pounds or 45 pounds heavier than him or whatever it is. Um, oh, also shit. on that card, Sergey Karatonov and Chase Gormley. I expect to see yes. Karatonov knock Gormley out of the cage. If he doesn't, yeah. like, if he wants to be fighting Fedor and Mitrione and some of those other big boys that are over there, like, this is his shot. You know, decent stage to seriously knock Gormley like the fuck out. That would be the smartest thing he could ever possibly do. Um, let me talk about Chael too. Chael yeah. and Wanderlei. Wanderlei. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just like J Man saying Wanderlei or whatever. It's it's Wanderlei. <laughs> um, I'm interested in this fight. Like uh, I know a lot of MMA media is like people aren't going to pay for this because it's going to be a pay per view. This is Bellator NYC. It's going to be forty nine ninety five. Oh fuck um, that! But it's a it's a good pay per view card. You got Chael versus Vanderlei. You got Fedor versus Mitrion Got moved to that card which I would have paid to see in the first place because I think it's going to be a good fight. And I think Mitrion's going to KO Fedor. Um, no, no. You got Douglas Lima versus Lorenz Larkin, who just got signed, which I think is a great fight. That's uh, the 170 belt. And that the, the two, not even the two main fights are belt fights, you know, on the main card. And then Michael Chandler versus Brent Primus. And how can you go wrong with a name like Primus? Exactly. I think Fucking my name is Mud. I think that that Chandler um, has something to prove there and has a good opportunity to prove it. And I think Lorenz Larkin, he better get that win and take that belt. If he does take that belt on that stage with Fedor and Mitrione and Chael and, and Chael is genius. People are talking about how they're done with Chael after the last fight with Tito and whatnot. I'm not. I'm still entertained. I'll still watch it. I like the Chael Vanderlei fight because they're both over the hill. They're both completely past their prime. I think it'll be an even matchup. And, and this is what I was saying about Invicta. If you didn't watch the Invicta fights last week, go back and watch them. One of the reasons Invicta is good is because these women are not at the top. Because what happens is you get two great fighters like 
T Wood and Wonder Boy, and all of a sudden it's almost this stalemate where you don't see any cool moves, you don't see anybody get off, they don't see anybody get their shit in, as they say. But when you're watching a, a couple of fighters that are good and well trained, but not at the top, you start to see cooler stuff. You get a cooler fight, you get more action. Things happen that are exciting. I think, honestly, I honestly believe that Chael versus Vanderlei, with them both at this stage of their careers, could genuinely be lit that these guys could do some awesome stuff because of the fact that they're past it. They have weaknesses. They have vulnerabilities. Honestly, I think they should both just be allowed to take TRT so we could both see and, you know, a crazy yeah, fight. Juice them up like fucking like fucking Bane. Yeah, why not? Neither of those two care. So why should I care? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Look, I love Chael Sonnen. I think he's a hilarious guy. I, I'm greatly entertained by him. But and you really think Fedor's going to beat Mitrione? Dude, no one. I, I, that's all I want. I don't want to live in a world where that doesn't happen. So I'm not even making it a possibility in my mind. And, and I want Vanderlei Silva to win because I fucking love Vanderlei Silva, except when he's fighting Crow Cop because I love Crow Cop more. Well, here's how I see it playing out. I, I And Chael's already setting up for this Fedor thing. I think you see Chael versus Fedor unless... Fedor wins and Chael loses. If Fedor wins and Chael wins, you see Fedor versus Chael. If Fedor loses and Chael wins, you see Fedor versus Chael. Yeah, and yeah. if Fedor loses and Chael loses, you still see Fedor versus Chael. The only scenario where you don't see it is if Fedor wins and Chael loses because then it just doesn't make sense. And then maybe you get Karatanov versus Fedor, which would be really weird. They're like the two big Russian guys. Um, I don't know who else they could possibly feed. We are doing so fucking good. We're done. That's it, man. Like, look, WrestleMania is going to be WrestleMania. What do I need to say about it? Who gives a shit? If Taker fucking loses, they're dead. They're already dead to me for even entertaining the thought in my mind. I mean, I think think the Hardy Boys are going to show up. I'll say that. I think you're going to actually see the Hardy Boys debut back on WWE TV at Mania. That's my my one WrestleMania prediction that I'll give you. My comment is if they do that, they're fucking marks. Or they got a really good deal. I would like (laughs) to see Goldberg go over at Mania and then drop the belt uh, two Raws from now. I would like to... I think that would be crazy because people would be so furious. No one's expecting that. I'm trying to figure out what dope-ass movie I'm going to watch instead of WrestleMania so I could say, hey, I'm watching this. Uh, And so I've been looking at Shudder, our unofficial sponsors. And I uh, I heard Hellraiser 9 is out now. You know, I've seen a lot of those Hellraiser fucking straight to videos. They suck, dude. Basically, oh, they're they so do. bad. I love them. They're dude, so the bad. One, they're good to me. One that it's not Doug Bradley is Pinhead is fucking blasphemy, and it is so bad. They just got some stunt guy. They had to keep a move. They had to make a movie and release it to keep the license. Right, which is so, what they did again with yeah. number nine, and they're trying to do ten and to to hold off that big remake. I think is Doug Bradley not a nine. God damn it. I think, no, I think Doug's in nine. I think it was seven that he wasn't in, I feel like. Okay, we have 30 seconds to tell people to to mix in the stay and cool in the... Buy the shirt so we can do longer than 23 minutes. If you like the content that you heard today and you want more and you want us to keep bringing in guests and this, that, and the other thing, buy a shirt, please. It's going to be 23 minutes every other week from now on. That's it, guys. We love you all for listening. Thank you for coming by. Enjoy your mania weekend or whatever it is you guys are going to do. And until next time, stay calm and stay in the mix. Bye.